0: If you're looking for a new way to support Side Mission, check out W.G.G., an energy supplement company trying to make a difference. Make sure to use code SIDE MISSION for 15% off your order. Thank you Dubby for sponsoring this episode and we hope you enjoy.
1: Welcome in to the newest episode of Side Mission. am like always in your host, are Ellis, joined by the boys Matt and Kyle. And today, we're starting a new series. We talked about, or we reviewed every episode of The Last of Us on HBO earlier this year. Had so much fun with it, we decided that if there was a movie or, uh, you know, another TV show that came out based off a game, we'd review it as well. We did the same with the Super Mario Bros. movie. We'll do the same moving forward with any other movies that come out that are game-related. Today, we're talking about episode one of Twisted Metal on Peacock. Finally, my Peacock gets a little bit of use, because I'm not going to lie. Outside of yeah. WWE, I don't watch anything on it. So, my guy gets a little bit of use finally, considering I pay for that a month. But, let's go ahead, let's jump right in, boys. Episode 1, so, I believe, Kyle, you've already finished the entire show,
0: right? I have, yeah, twice.
1: Good, 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 God, you finished <laughs> it that fast. Holy shit. Yeah. I like to prepare for that. Matt, have you only watched the first episode, or have you gone any further?
2: I'm up to episode seven.
1: <laughs> oh my God, here I was thinking that I, was gonna, I wasn't going to be the one furthest behind. Jesus Christ. I clearly have work to do. Well, we're all multiple episodes in, so just focusing purely on episode one, um, I will say, and Kyle's going to take his victory lap at some point around me on this, um, I'm glad that we were recording this a few days after me watching episode one versus immediately when I did, because I'm not going to lie. After my first initial viewing of it, um, I didn't love it. I didn't really love it. I was kind of just thinking, ah, hey, this probably isn't for me. I'm not really big into the series. I don't know if I really, if this is for me at all. Um, I will say after watching it again and thinking about it a little more, I like the first episode a little bit more. It's a good step, good first step. It's good setup, I think. And I think the both of you agree. The first episode, there's not really a ton that goes on. It's kind of just a lot of setup. You know, you meet Anthony Mackie's character, uh, you, you know, you pretty much set up the prime conflict for the entirety of the season. At least I'm assuming, I don't know at this point, apparently y'all are both seven, eight episodes in and I'm fucking two and a half in. So, <laughs> so uh, maybe I'm wrong when I say that, but, um, uh, let's, let's start with just overall thoughts. Uh, Kyle, you were really looking forward to this. Uh, the first episode, do you feel like this got the show off to a good start?
0: Yeah, I'm with you. When I first watched uh, this episode, I it didn't sell me on it, and it, it did take a re- I, I will say, having watched the whole season, the first episode is absolutely the weakest. It gets so like yeah. every episode builds and gets better and better, and, you know. But I I also agree that it did a good job setting a lot of stuff up. Um, it introduced us to you know obviously Raven the leader of New San Francisco, and the whole uh, ordeal for this season is she wants John Doe, uh, Anthony Mackie's character, to go and get a package for her. He has to come back within 10 days, cannot be a minute late. Uh, If he does so successfully, then he gets to become a citizen of New San Francisco. Um, and I, I think it's a really interesting concept because in a lot of apocalypse movies or shows or games, you know, we mainly see people struggling to survive, but in this show, it, it shows us that there are cities that are actually thriving like normal civilizations. Um, at least some of them are, some of them are normal. Um, but it's
1: very, very, very usually used loosely. Yeah, (laughs) especially
0: in this universe, um, but I I played uh quite a few of the twisted metal games when I was younger. They never really had that crazy of a story. I mean, I, you know, I, I was never the biggest fan of the series. But having played it, I was excited that they were doing a show on it because I I really only came here for two things: cars and guns. And I got both. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'll say I think the action's really good. I think the action was really good.
1: It kind of it takes a few scenes to kind of get going because it, it Matt said it really really well when we were talking about the chat. It feels very Michael Bay-ish. It feels very Michael Bay-ish is is that yeah. you know there's just a lot of explosions, a lot of stuff going on in the background, a lot of stuff happening all at once. Um I have to ask and Matt, i will go to you for this and Kyle, I want your input on this as well. Uh, what do we feel about Anthony Mackie as the lead here? I personally thought I think his sense of humor is really good. It fits the role really, really well. Um, I will say the one joke that really made me laugh was the, oh, there's a uh, there's a footlocker here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, to me, actually made me laugh, because I've uttered those same words in a mall before as well. And then him snagging the Jays on the way out was hysterical as well. Um, there was just part of me, and if I'm alone here, I'm alone here, and that's perfectly fine. There's part of me that almost wishes they had gotten somebody that was kind of lesser known. Because the whole time I was watching, I kind of just had this thought in the back of my head of, okay, that's Falcon, like that's <laughs> that's Sam, like that's Sam Wilson, like that's yeah. not. It, it, I don't want to say it took me out of the entire show because I don't think it did, but it definitely was kind of abrupt at first, like seeing Anthony Mackie in a role that was not Falcon. Matt, what did you think of Anthony Mackie? Again, I like his sense of humor.
2: Yeah, I thought Anthony Mackie was a fantastic addition. Um, the thing was with him, I've only ever seen him in the MCU, um, especially coming off him being the uh, main character, title character in the Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. So to see him in a completely different like world and actually a completely different series was a little um, interesting for me because uh, a lot of the people in the MCU that I have seen, I have seen them in something previously before. So this is the first time I've seen someone I was introduced into the Marvel Cinematic Universe coming into something completely different. Um, Now, to be honest with you, I think it's just the fact that the first episode wasn't really giving me that much that, you know, they introduced the character. uh, You know, they introduced kind of a little bit of a story, his motives as to, like, why he's doing what he's doing, being a milkman, which I think is a really cool concept in this whole entire world. Um. But I just think that the script was a little weak for me in the first episode because it's like, you know, uh, he feels right at home here because, you know, in the script, you know, they give him a lot of these one liner and these quips. And that's exactly what I expected from, you know, in the MCU. That's what a a lot of people associate with the script and why it's sometimes so heavily criticized. But for what he was given, I thought he did a really good job, um, especially considering I've, I've seen up to seven episodes. I kind of know a little bit more about it and he definitely have he definitely, you know, uh gets a lot better as you learn know more about his character and his his comedic timing is perfect. Like the jokes they do look for me, um especially the one that we were talking about with the the, the sketchers in the in the mall when that shootout right, happened. The shoes, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious! Um, you're,
1: gonna get, you're gonna get blasted by people that listen to here. You call them sketchers. And, uh, oh my god! I call them
2: sketchers. Oh man, I'm getting blasted. That's fine. Uh,
1: <laughs> you, you had something to um, add with Anthony mackey I think.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I think. Oh yeah, go ahead, Matt. What? Oh no, I was just gonna say one other thing was that I think his uh, his his acting range is really good. He did a great I job agree. with comedy uh they they gave him a couple of moments where it was a little bit more serious you know talking about his past he has this he has this picture of him as a child and his parents behind him but it's burned so you you don't see his parents faces and you can just tell by looking at his face like he's really good at doing like you know uh that kind of acting where you can just you know tell what they're feeling by looking at their you know their expressions
0: yeah yeah i think that you know the first episode was a lot of you know Fast humor, um, it's kind of just like you said. It it's very MCU quick, you know, quips and except this is a little bit more raunchy, uh, and it gets raunchier. Yes. <laughs> this is uh, not a kids' show by any means. I mean, the kids' game the games were never kids' games to begin with, <laughs> but this is raunchy. But um, as the show goes on, Anthony Mackie does get a lot better, and I think that this show gave me a, a lot more appreciation for him as an actor because I've seen more range come out of him than just, you know, a couple of serious moments and a bunch of funny moments. I, I, I've I seen a, a lot of different, you know, emotions from him. And, you know, I I think that by the end of season one, everybody will be sold on, on him as a main character. I, I think him and his co-star quiet. She is badass, mm. dude. And, it, it, man, that first episode for her, though, was fucked. Because they also introduce you to the main villain of season one, Agent Stone. And yeah, he's and one he's mean motherfucker. Badass. Yeah.
1: Tom Hayden Church was cast perfectly for that role. I will say, like, I think that of all the things that you could be critical of in this, uh, the cast is not one of them. I think the cast is really, really solid. And we'll we'll talk more about a certain clown... And and then the next episode review we do. Um, but I think Thomas Hayden Church was absolutely perfect. Loved Stephanie Beatriz's Quiet. Loved her. Yes. Loved her in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Think her, her, her sense of humor was perfect in that show. And I love her so far in this show as well. So, again, I, I think that the casting was really well done. And, and, Kyle, you're right about Agent Stone. That's one mean motherfucker. And I don't know that they could have picked someone better than Thomas Hayden Church to play him.
0: Yeah, definitely. He's, dude, he's one scary, mean dude.
1: I actually was happy that they
2: introduced him, considering that he is based off of a character from Twisted Metal Black, and that's one thing that I, when you're making a video, uh, when you're making a show based off a video game, I look for those characters, and the fact that they brought him in was really cool.
1: Well, I like because that kind of tells me that this isn't just a beat for beat rip of one game, mm-hmm. and, I, and I kind of appreciate that. I appreciate that this is that them trying to tell a story or 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 you know t- show a plot line that is not something that people that have played the games have already seen. That's a way that you can get newcomers in you know interested into a show. Now, I don't know that this show is going to grab as many newcomers as something like say The Last of Us did because there are people yeah. that I know that have never played a video game that watched The Last of Us and were like, holy shit, this is, yeah. this is crazy, this is awesome. Like, this is a great story. But I think for fans of the series, I think this is really, really good. Now, I think that there's a chance that new fans get pulled in, and I'm hopeful that by the time we get to the end of this season, I'm hopeful that I'm one of them. I just don't think that the first episode, if if you were relying on the first episode to really pull you in, especially as much as we talked about the ending of this episode, Yes. <laughs> and how big of a tease it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a really good thing that they put all, all the episodes out immediately. I think that's a really good decision yes. to put all of them out immediately. Because in, you don't have that kind of that buildup between episodes like you do with episode one. I think episode one would have fared a lot worse had it had a week between it and episode two. I think it would have mm. fared a lot worse. I think the fact that you can go straight into episode two immediately... It works a lot more for that. now, we talked about the action, and, and we haven't really gone that far in depth with it, but I, I'm not gonna lie one thing that one thing that made me laugh, and it's kind of stupid the 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 little mini guns <laughs> <laughs> there's listen, if there's a kid listening, parents, I'm sorry, there's no nice way. there's no clean way to go into this. They blew off the dudes testicles, um.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was pretty funny i'm not gonna lie again i'm sorry parents you gotta know what you're getting into if you let kids listen to these episodes you gotta know what you're letting them get in that's where that raunchy
0: <laughs> humor comes in
1: <laughs> the raunchy humor it lands i have to say and i think it that's does. again anthony mackie yeah, yeah. it works with him and, it, and again it's a little it kind of throws you for a minute if you're so used to just seeing him in the mcu like matt said I feel like it could throw you. I will also say, y'all talk about his range. Um, y'all both absolutely should watch We Are Marshall. I know it's a sports movie, but he uh-huh. is... In, it's one. I don't know if that's one of his first roles. I don't believe it's one of his... It's it's an earlier mm-hmm. role of his. Um, he has got some great acting moments in that movie. He is phenomenal. Anthony Mackie is. Yeah. Um, But there are just the raunchy humor really is what carries this first episode, because that's ultimately what you'll keep watching for is just, okay. how do they top this? How do they top that? And I will say as someone that's gotten through episode two and is into season episode three i keep saying season jesus christ um not yet as as someone like it feels like they do a good job of building onto that stuff they do a good job of you know topping the best from each of the previous episodes so i think this is a good building block episode but and there's definitely room for them to grow for sure matt you said you had something to add
2: uh yeah so i think one thing that will help out to understand the humor of this is to understand like basically compare it to the kind of humor raunchy you know gory humor that we get in flicks like Zombieland or the evil dead series that's really one thing that connected with me and i think why i just decided to stick with it and the more i watch the closer it started resembling that type of humor and i love those
1: I, no, I think you're spot on with that. I think Zombieland is a very, very good comparison. I think this is a little bit more corey and a little bit more graphic, mm-hmm. um, but but I I think that I think that it works, and I think that's the important part. Is that so often in all kinds of medium, violence can often be like just gratuitous and not really like given much meaning. Like I think of like. Black Ops 3's campaign, for example. Violence in that campaign is almost just used for straight up shock value. Here, I feel like it's used and it's given like humorous uses. And and I like yes. it. Hostel's another great hostel's another great example where it's just gory for the sake of being gory. There's no real meaning. Here it's used for comedic effect, it's used for humor. And again, Kyle, as you mentioned, anyone that plays the games, no, these aren't, like, clean rated E games. Yeah. They're pretty violent. They're pretty graphic. And I think the show reflects that so far. So in that aspect, I think the show nailed it. Now, the last thing I want to mention, and I think that both of you will agree, I think the decision to go to 30-minute episodes was very smart. I think that was very, very smart. Yeah, agreed. I I think had these episodes been an hour, and I'll let each of you kind of give some input here, I feel like maybe each episode would have dragged on a little bit too long and I feel like at some point you maybe start to lose a little bit of interest, but 30 minutes, it's a very easy watch. You can binge the entire show. If you're off work one day, you can binge the entire show in a day, and it's its really, really, it's a much easier watch because of that. Do y'all feel that same? Kyle, I'll go to you first for that.
0: I do. Honestly, it's why I've watched the whole season, the whole season twice is because it, you can just watch it so fast. And it also, when I finished it, I felt so satisfied with you know the ending of season 1 that I was like man I I wish I had more to watch. And so rewatching it it wasn't like oh man I got to sit through 10 hours of you know more it was it was a fun rewatch. Now I don't I don't know how much I'm going to rewatch it again till the new season comes out, but I think that 30 minute episodes was absolutely perfect for this because there's only so much I think you can fit into with raunchy humor and where, you know, these games don't have an insanely detailed storyline. They're having to really make this up as it. Because the games were just about, uh, you know, it, it was basically Mortal Kombat for cars. There's a tournament, yeah. everybody enters, and whoever, you know, uh, whoever wins gets their, yeah, I guess mm-hmm. they're, one wish and that was oh, that story. was pretty much it you know so the whole it's story the
1: whole... I never knew that in it. yeah
0: yeah, that's a yeah. Of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a certain wow. character who comes in later that we can't talk about yet but we will um, but they they really set up for you know um, a lot of good stuff in season one that plays out for the rest of the season or I mean in episode one that plays out for the rest of the season and that's a big thing with me is continuity don't put something in a show and focus on it for it to never go anywhere because that will bother me. You're
1: not going to do anything with it. Either. Yes.
0: And they, everything that, you know, they put in episode one, even episode two, with the, it, it comes to life. I I love it.
2: Yeah, 30-minute episodes was the way to go this uh, with this show compared to The Last of Us, which kind of teeter-tottered between 45 minutes to an hour episodes. Uh, it's just with me, Twisted Metal needed to- needed to have that kind of link because one thing that they absolutely did is they did not waste any time. Uh, I don't feel like anything was rushed. I feel like each episode, you know, has its, you know, it's, it's at the point in, you know, telling that story in the episode. Um, And and it's also, you know, Last of Us is a lot bigger than Twisted Metal, even if Twisted Metal has been around a lot longer. Twisted Metal also hasn't technically had a game since the PlayStation 3. So there's not a lot of people who are still paying attention to that franchise. So when it comes to these 30-minute episodes, I think they give people more of a, you know, comfort to watch it. And if they're not into it, then it's like, you know, you know they, they just watched a 30-minute episode. It wasn't for them, so they're not going to continue. But if it is, then it's like you can, as we talked about, you can binge it within a day. And, you know, every single episode has a, you know, a reasoning to progress the plot. And I don't think that they wasted, you know, with any filler i never felt like there was any filler in this show every episode told a story told a backstory about characters that they're introducing and i think they did a phenomenal job of that especially with characters from the video games that we all know uh that you know twisted metal fans all know so um it was uh probably i I, i'm hoping that season two continues that uh if we do get another one i really hope we do so i'm you know keeping an eye on the see on the ratings though because peacock's apparently not been doing very well um
1: ww even carrying the hell out of peacock that, yeah, that is really for sure have.
2: They really have yeah so i do hope that this is a success for peacock like the last of us was a success for hbo max i'm gonna get max screw that <laughs> yeah for real um, fuck that and especially i love seeing playstation expanding from just being games to being tv shows and taking a risk on something like twisted metal that's just basically car demolition derby but giving this plot line that can hook you from the first episode even was you know exactly what this franchise needs and I've heard. I've even heard rumors that apparently there was a new Twisted Metal game in development. So I'm hoping that with the, the success of the show brings the success to the games, like we saw this um, revival of The Last of Us with the TV show. Because Twisted Metal is a, is a lot of fun. I played it back with my brother on the original PlayStation and the PlayStation Two, and there's a there is more to it than just car destruction. Like it's a lot of fun, and I was so happy to see that every episode, like especially the main character, has his car. That's very important in this in this show. That's very important in this in this franchise is the car with the the mounted weapons because that's what
1: separates it from so many other franchises. I've never played any of the games. I own a PS three. Should I cop the PS three game? I'd say yes. If it's Twisted Metal yes.
0: Black, yes. Yeah, it black, black. yeah, that was that I was the best a, one. I might have to
1: look into that. I might have to look into that because I mean I would like to play it to have a little bit more context. That'd be pretty cool. And I do have a PS3. I have a. I mean, at least I have a way to play it. Uh, now, the last thing that we're gonna say because I'm sure there's somebody out there listening that said, "Oh, why haven't they talked about Sweet Tooth yet?" I guess you're going to have to tune into episode two to find out because that's what we're going to call this episode just like they decided to so that is going to wrap up this episode of Side Mission be sure to follow us on Twitter at Side Mission Pod you can check us out on Facebook as well at Side Mission Podcast for the boys, for Matt, for Kyle, I'm Rusty thanks for listening